Welcome back, true believers, to another exciting episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public library recommendations on international travel. This is episode 82, and today we're excited to talk to you about the MCU's Marvel short, Peter's To-Do List, and Spider-Man Far From Home. We're your favorite ne'er-do-wells, the Not Funny Guys, and I am your host, Casey Knight Monkey Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John Black Dahlia Evans and Eric Mysterio Linebarger. Mm-hmm. With all that out of the way, we'd like to remind you that if it doesn't say Not Funny Guys, then it's probably not us. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Yeah, good. I'll take being Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I stole, are, the, um, I stole the uh, the scarf. <laughs> you stole the scarf. <laughs> you being Mysterio got me kicked out of the uh, the game. <laughs> Same. That's very I'm, weird. I'm struggling here. Uh, <laughs> apparently, doing a Zoom while playing doing Extra Life, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, do not go together very well. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Extra Life Day, and Ooh. we are recording some podcasts a little bit early because. One of us, me, is going to go on vacation, a much-needed vacation, so we're just going to bank some episodes. So I just want to be upfront with you. If breaking news happens, we're not going to cover it for the next little bit. So there you go. If we don't talk about whatever magically happened, um, <laughs> about Wolverine joining the Avengers in a movie that comes out this holiday season, we're not covering it because we're out of town. <laughs> that said we're very excited for what we got planned for you today um and um yeah text your life if you would if you're listening to this now which means you're listening to it on monday the monday after extra life day um you can still donate to us um we will put the information for extra life in the show notes and you can click on and um add in a little bit of money and help us get to our goals of raising money for children's miracle network hospitals i'm personally raising money for boston children's and where are you guys raising money for national children's in uh washington dc awesome uh John? children's uh children's hospital here in um columbia south carolina nice nice well we're gonna we're gonna raise some good old money today so it's gonna be and, a uh, lot of fun when you when you guys do decide to go in and, and donate money, uh, follow the links in the notes. Please make sure you're clicking on my name, Eric Linebarger, and uh, and no, donating don't it there. Actually, <laughs> actually, click on mine. I am try- I am really close to having raised five thousand dollars total for my whole ten years, mm. and I'm like a hundred eighty dollars shy. So get me to that, and Ooh. then feel free there's, to donate to, to, action, uh, to Eric. As much as you want. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take I'll take 181 and on. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get to that little bit. It's not nice. I just <laughs> learned. Do you know if you raise like ten thousand dollars for extra life, you get like a special like trophy thing they send over, you over lifetime. Over lifetime. Well, that's nice. I just learned this, so I'll be halfway there hopefully by the end of all this. Here's, here's hoping. Here's hoping. So I hope you guys have had a good week since the last time we talked. Anything you know what? You, you know where you may be after all this, though. You may where? be far from home. I might uh, be far from home. Uh, I will be far from home. I'll be in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> and with the year that I've had, ladies and gentlemen, I might not return. <laughs> Please be careful. <laughs> You're going to hear about a Disney cruise ship going missing in the Bermuda Triangle because <laughs> I'm on it. 
Oh, did you guys do anything fun this week? Uh, one at trivia. Uh, of course. <laughs> Continuing his villain arc. Yes, we are. We are truly the heels now. We're, we're going to try to like set up smoke machines and everything, and have like ridiculous entrances. You're going full wrestling. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I'll allow it. John, what'd you do this week? Uh, conference on campus. Nothing special. All right, all right. Um, I, I was everything you do, John, is special. No, it's not really. <laughs> I was sick this week with a little bit of laryngitis. Um, so all I really did was watch a shit ton of Marvel stuff because we had a lot of stuff to watch this week. Yeah. Uh, but we did it. We did it. At least I did. I don't know about you two, but we did. Barely. I, I just got there this morning as I yeah. started overnight. I was like, well, I got one more, two more movies, actually. So Yeah. I, I timed it out fairly well. Um, all right. Well, let's just let's just jump straight into it and let's talk about some of these things, shall we? Yeah, but get on, uh, get on, get on the Mario Kart, my friend. Get on the Mario. Um, well, let's see if it'll be stable enough. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Um, while I am loading into this, Eric. Yes. Um, I gotta pick my character all over again. Oh my goodness. I know. What's some oh, news? Wait. Tell us some news at the same time. You're supposed to read and play games. That's how this works. Uh, um, I I don't have actually <laughs> have any news items um <laughs> planned for today. We're watching a lot of movies, so I didn't um go hunt. I, I can say that um, I was going to try to see Blade mm-hmm. and Dune 2 yesterday, the day they were releasing, um, <laughs> but they both got delayed for various <laughs> reasons. So neither of them hit their targeted date. Um, SAG is supposedly waiting for a response from the AMPTA. So the SAG strike could possibly be over by end of today. I'm not going to hold my breath, and I don't think they are either. Well, well, don't fear too much because after you know after today, you can just go out tomorrow and probably see Craven the Hunter, right? That's right. I'll go see Craven um, <laughs> as well. <laughs> Let's see what else um, is out there in the news. Um, there is an Echo trailer. Um, I have not watched it, but there's an Echo oh, trailer. Yeah, I need to watch that. And, I, I watched um, it. Supposedly, it looks like people it's going like it. to be um, dark. Ooh. Yep, people are liking it. There had been like. Up until this, people are like, oh, no, Marvel's ruined. Marvel's dead. It's not going to be the same again. And then now, all of a sudden, people are like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. Marvel's amazing. We love Marvel. Echoes so, the woman from Hawkeye? Yeah. Yes. Nice. So, fans, get your shit together and stop being whiny little babies. <laughs> um, the one thing about this that is different, it will release all at once. So, mm-hmm. they're going to do all the episodes at once. And it's releasing on Hulu at the same time. When does it release again? Is this going to be part of the year? January, January 10th. Ooh, we're going to just miss it. <laughs> we're going to just miss it. Um, don't worry, folks. We will talk about it. Ah. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do we'll do like a breakout episode or something. Rachel might kill me if like midway through January, I'm like, guess what we got to do? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a breakout at some point in time for it. But um january 10th it's going to be on hulu and disney plus the same time and then i believe it's only going to be on hulu until april something but it'll stay on disney plus it'll stay on disney plus and the other big news that happened like the truly big news is um disney is going to fully buy hulu um so they Mm -hmm. had comcast had 33 percent left and they had a time period to wait where um, they could either sell their stock um, to Disney or 
they could try to buy it from Disney and they chose to sell it. And so Disney is buying up the, uh, the stuff. So I don't know what, when that'll officially go through. Cause it'll have to go through like all the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but fairly soon Disney will own all of Hulu. And I personally do think that's actually a good thing. Um, in this instance, I'm not always for, um, a mega corporation taking over and buying more stuff. But in this particular instance, I think it's actually a, a good thing. It's the okay. consolidation of streaming services finally, which needed to happen. Are you telling and... me there's a moment where Disney has bought a property that you did not like them buying? Um, there's rumors that Disney might try to buy a video game studio like EA, and I do not think that would be a good idea. Hmm. But um, I think it's fine if if they want to do this because they also they need Hulu has the server capacity and knows how to already set up things to run it. So I think that that helps Disney in that little bit because their servers are crap. Um, I think it gives them another place to put mature content and in other countries um, the same anyway yeah it's all on the same app anyway so i think at the end of the day it's actually a good thing um in this instance it's not one that i'm concerned about and it doesn't it it, it's not like it's giving them a monopoly on something um and it's just where but i mean if they were to buy ea it's not like they'd have a monopoly on games to use Mm -hmm. that idea they wouldn't have a, a monopoly on games, but I don't think they should get into that that area. Hmm. Um, I think that hurts the game industry a little bit much, and game industry is already struggling and wants to unionize, and Disney would never allow that. So I think it it becomes a little bit more problematic, in my opinion, for that That's one. Great. But in this in this one instance, I'm I think it's actually a good thing if if um, now that they're getting this. We'll just now time will tell what they do with it. Could they shutter Hulu? Absolutely, they could, and I think that would be a bad thing because I use Hulu for live TV, and I like Hulu, so we'll see. No see how it goes. I could definitely see a consolidation of apps. Yeah, it's bound. It was bound to happen, and it already technically kind of started. Um, there were way too many apps. We need to go down to like three or four. So, it's just a matter of time before like Paramount and Peacock. Um, merge and then maybe like um well paramount and peacock are very different so right would, but i but i would think require they, like a buyout of cbs and nbc at that point or a team up just to mm-hmm. agree to to team up um max could um do something max and discovery you know they just merged those two together paramount and showtime just merged together um, AMC has Shutter, and AMC just put some stuff like on a trial basis on Max. So, like, we're getting there. It's we can't have as many as we have. We have basic cable now at this point. Yeah, there's, there's so many. That's the joke, <laughs> but way more expensive. Way That's actually the more joke expensive. <laughs> that goes around these days. Yeah, someone uses the Captain Planet thing. Yeah, and they all combine, and then when they become Captain Planet, it's like you're paying for basic cable. I still think we need to get like to a place where like your um your Paramount Plus, your Peacock, all of them kind of I think Peacock actually has this where there's a free tier and you just get ads and so it's basically just streaming TV. That would be nice but they're not going to I don't think they're going to do that. Did you um I just got the email from Max that they're like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, we're going to take away some of the shit from your tier." No. Yeah, like they raised their tier. I have the ad-free one. 
And so they're like, oh, you got the ad free. Ooh. Oh, we know that you could have, you could watch things on five screens at once, but eh, it's going to be two screens at once now. And I know you could oh, watch 4K, like yeah. but yeah, we're going to, yeah, you can't watch 4K anymore. You need to go to the higher tier. And I'm like, you're charging more money. You just raised prices to now take shit away from me. Um, they want us all to go um ads is honestly what they want they make they'll make way more money oh yeah i mean that's why tv has ads <laughs> yeah. but i i don't like this whole like netflix is basically saying like oh we're gonna raise prices but it's probably because we're gonna have to pay our actors more so they're trying what? to throw you know what? Well, that's yeah, how this always going to work when you start making better quality programming on a regular basis instead of like once every three years let me know uh, I'd say they actually, well, I'd say Netflix at least makes really good quality programming. They put it out all the time. It, the problem is they put out so much of it and aggregating through it is really hard. But there's at least one good thing a month for sure on um, on Netflix. Maybe don't hand out lucrative development deals to people either. But that's everyone. That's not a... That's I'm just not saying a, that's... I'm, I'm saying that across the board. Just like yeah. maybe you shouldn't just throw money at people to like do nothing you know well ideally they're supposed to do stuff it's just they don't get monitored and watched exactly but that's been your streaming uh, service news <laughs> stay tuned for our streaming podcast <laughs> coming soon to a streaming service near you it'll just be us talking on a loop we're going to literally record just 15 minutes worth of material and then replay it on a loop it I think we might get a contract with Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's see if we can con Netflix into throwing some money our way. Uh, we need to we need to it's go other Netflix. places than than Netflix. <laughs> well, we need to take a beloved uh, fantasy fiction series, do really well, and then tank it at the end, and we'll get. Did it. you see that? Um, speaking of more streaming, so did you see that Apple is raising the cost of their streaming service? Of course. Uh, did you see um, that John Stewart won't come back? Well, that's not because of that. That's because no, of that's because he has a, he has ethics and morals. Really, he's not coming back to Apple. I didn't hear that. They oh, had yeah. a they no, had a fight. He, uh... he wanted to do two episodes, one about AI and one about China. And Apple asked him to please not do that, and he said, "No, I'm going to do it." And they said it hurts our bottom line. And he says, "I'm going to do it." And then they said, "Well, you don't have a show anymore, so you're not going to do it." Hmm. You know, it's hard to when you're trying to break in to a country such as China and you're going to have a show that badmouths China, because let's be honest, that was what was going to happen. Um, justifiably, he would have done it. He wouldn't just do it to do it. But, you know, whatever he's going to cover justifiably would do it. And that would hurt Apple's bottom line. And then um, with the AI one, Apple's trying to get more into AI. So that would have also hurt them. It's a conflict of interest. I'm not surprised, but they're they're going to do they're raising the cost. I don't. So I get mine through, um, like the Apple subscription thing where I get like three things at once: Apple Music, Apple TV, and Apple Arcade. I don't think they're raising the cost for that to match along because they just raised the cost. I'm okay with them raising it because they put out really good quality stuff and they were already the cheapest service 
Mm-hmm. So raising it a couple of dollars doesn't bother me that much. Um, the one difference, though, is other services at least have a, a catalog for you to watch on top of, and Apple doesn't have that. That is true. That is true. So when you look at it in that way, it's like, oh, what are you doing? But they could always add something. They could be like, all right, well, you get to... And they actually have, actually, if you actually look and see, they are doing um, like weekly, like um, here's some movies that are on iTunes that we're throwing on to Apple TV that you can watch for free. And they aggregate a small list of movies. Um, I think it changes every week or it might change every month. I'm not sure. I'm talking about it. I've never watched one because it's never been something I wanted. Usually I have whatever they do that I wanted to watch. But yeah. There we go. Now I'm done with the streaming news. Are you? <laughs> I I am. I am at this uh at this moment. Because I'm I'm gonna win this race. I'm gonna win this race. I so, picked the worst course. Since we're uh <laughs> since we're doing something we're done with the news, what's next there? What's next? Well, yeah. I think we should discuss um Peter's to-do list. Ooh. Yeah. So um, there is a Marvel short, ladies and gentlemen, that was on the Far From Home Blu-ray DVD release um, called Peter's short. To-Do uh, List. What was that, John? It's short. It is it's like literally, yeah, it's an actual short short. Um, it's three minutes long, and um, we'll probably talk about it longer than the actual short, most likely. <laughs> uh, John Watts does direct it. He also directed... Um, the movie itself um we're gonna do this one first because it actually leads into it so in this Mm -hmm. particular short um peter has a to-do list the things he needs to do before he travels out of the country and uh one of the to-dos is to um get himself a uh, a dongle so that he a a dual headphone jack so that he can listen to have two people listen to something at the same time excuse me he um has to get his passport which this this drone thing that he uses to get his passport, why does he never use it in anything else? <laughs> right? Like, was that just like the test pilot of like that device? But then it still doesn't come up later. I mean, it's it, yeah, I feel like he used it once in um, Homecoming. Yeah, but it never gets touched again. And it would be it's really creative little device. I would use it. It's an underutilized tool. It is. And then we get to watch him be Spider-Man for a minute and actually stop a crime. And that is where this short shines for me. I love the um, when he's stopping the crime, like watching him be Spider-Man. Yes. I feel like that's the most we see him in that suit, too. I I agree. (laughs) I agree. I love when they're like, are you the new Iron Man? He's like, no. Oh. Just doing your job then for he, you. Then he, then he later goes and cries into his <laughs> Tony. But uh, it's it's a fun little short. I'm glad yeah. this exists. It it made me happy. It made me smile for three minutes. I stopped caring about the world because um, you know there's world wars happening, folks. What's weird is I don't understand why this was released as a short on like the DVD when it's like this could have just been an intro, cold opening, you know. I wonder if it might have been like deleted stuff that they had done because obviously mm-hmm. they put some money into that fight. Oh yeah, and so I wonder if they were just like, well, "We got this deleted stuff. Let's just throw it, throw it into here." 
but no, no matter what, um, I really enjoyed it. So there we go. Remember, and I will always love you. Well, the fact <laughs> that's it's coming up in a second. <laughs> I feel like that's an over-abused song. <laughs> it, 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 the, you know the song that's on a small tangent, the song that is overly abused, especially this year, I think I saw four different movies that had it, is the um, Hero. Me need, a, need hero. a hero. Yeah, that song was in Shazam. It's in Mario. Um, <laughs> and there's there's at least Wasn't one other it in thing. Love and Thunder. In. No, it's not in Love and Thunder. Yeah. It should have been. It could have made for sure. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> but that song is way overused. I feel like everything has it. All right, let's um let's talk about um let's talk about Far From Home. Let me just scroll to my notes. 2019's um, Far From Home, a little over two hours, directed by John Watts, written by Chris McKenna, composer Michael Giancina. Uh, so we got Tom Holland back. Sam Jackson is in this one as Nick Fury. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio or Quentin Beck. Marissa Tomei is returning as Mae Parker. John Favreau as Happy Hogan. Zendaya as MJ, um, which is Michelle Jones now instead of Mary Jane Watson. Jacob Betaloni, Betalone, if that's how you pronounce his name, I'm sorry. Um, is Ned Leeds, Tony Revel, oh, Revelari as Flash Thompson. He's really good in the um there was a show on Apple TV, speaking of Apple TV, that hmm. he was in Severance. <laughs> I really liked him in that. Colby Smolders as Maria Hill, JK Simmons, surprise, surprise, returning yeah. to play yeah. J. Jonah Jameson, yeah. and Ben Mendelssohn as Talos. Um, coming in, so a little spoilers for the end there. Um, uh, I should just mention, um, going forward, uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. This is the most recent stuff in the MCU, so spoilers out the wazoo. We apologize in advance, but we are going to spoil this shit. So if you haven't seen it, pause now, go watch it, and come back. All right, we did. <laughs> we did. All right, so this movie starts up in uh, Mexico, yeah. and we get to see Fury and Hill arriving on the scene. And to watch a giant rock monster attack. Rock I really like that this started right away. Yeah. I, this whole, I feel like all the movies from so far from this point forward do the same type of thing yeah. where it just starts and goes. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I, I really love it. I like Mysterio's entrance when he comes through. And then it's like, I'm here to save the day. Who are you? And then it goes into that that oh, the actual opening of the movie with the memorial for the fallen avengers right which uh, just great. probably lazily made on his on his mac yeah you know that was done on some kids mac at that school oh yeah and it's 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 a lot of fun i i the song choice a little bit um yeah <laughs> but you it again it fits with the it was just done in someone's um someone's mac and then we get betty discussing the blip so i think this was the I think this is the first time we we truly see people talking about the blip, isn't it? Uh, yeah. At least they're referring to it by a name. Yeah, because this came out technically before the MCU stuff, didn't it? Or sorry, before Disney Plus. I think this came out like right before Disney Plus. Technically, oh yeah, good point. Um, so I think this was the actual first time we really hear people talk about the blip. And it's interesting watching, like, they show people blipping back in. 
And this was because we were, that was always one of the questions. Like if you're in a plane or something, do you just like literally blip back in? And yes, you, you do. Except for there's a weird thing when they show Betty and her co-host blip in that where they blip out, they blip out sitting when they blip back in, they're standing. And I don't know if that's because the chairs were moved or what. Like, I would assume they were just blipped in in the same position they were in and just fallen onto the floor. But we see them uh, blip in standing. So there you go. And we also get the fun of, like, my little brother used to be younger than me, and now he's older than me. <laughs> we get to set up the creepy guy who's going to be trying to get MJ the whole time, too. Right? A little, little weird. Weird. Yeah. Inappropriate. So it's kind of a uh, it's kind of fun that they uh, do this. We learned that um, after that little video, we we see that Peter's got a plan. He's got a plan to hook up with MJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This isn't going to go well. Nothing goes <laughs> well for Peter Parker. <laughs> um, then we um, it cuts to um, a little bit. I just I, I love this scene where we where we get to May doing the fundraiser thing. We see how awkward Peter is. Mm-hmm. with um being like in the public spotlight but i like that may's like when i blip back into my apartment there are other people living there and one thought i was a mistress and the other thought i was a robber or no a ghost <laughs> one thought i was a ghost and one thought i was mistress and i thought that was just hilarious because that's what would happen like Fair enough. I, I don't i mean i don't know what i would do if um marissa tomei um popped up in my apartment all of a sudden I don't know. Marissa Toe Aunt May. <laughs> Marissa Toe Aunt May. All right, that was bad. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all, right. Oh, all right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Apologies. You know what else is bad, though? When she coins the phrase Peter Tingle. Yep. Oh, I love Peter Tingle, though. You love the as, Peter as, Tingle? As a joke. Well, as a joke. As a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll calm down and say I love the Peter Tingle too much. <laughs> He's just a kid. Did you guys um when he's flying to um when they're flying overseas, did you catch the the names of the movies on the plane? No. No, I think I missed those. I caught something later I'll bring up, but yeah. There's the snap, finding huh. Wakanda, hunting <laughs> Hydra, and a Nova episode of the Einstein Rosen Bridge with Dr. Selvig. And then he nice. he puts on Heart of Iron, the Tony Stark story. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, just rub it in. Yeah. Um, And this, it's we get... Um, trauma he's having. Yeah. Oh, Tony! They, um... While, uh, while on the plane, we get a comic book connection. Um, Ned Leeds and Betty Brant hooking up. Because in the books, they actually were a couple. Before he becomes Hobgoblin. Spoilers. What? Wait, Ned yeah. becomes Hobgoblin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't He's know one that. Of, yeah. That's actually, there's like in the next movie, there's actually a line, I almost a throwaway line where he's like, I promise I won't, I won't become a bad guy. Yeah. And that's like a little hinting towards uh, Hobgoblin. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go end up going that route, but. Um, Just. Don't, but they at least had him. Away. Just don't. Yeah, they had him. They had at least had the two of them hook up. Um, so then we get over to to Venice and um, Hydro Man attacks. By the way, 
right before that attack, I noticed something that I had never noticed before. I actually noticed one of the goons who's working for Mysterio pass behind Peter. Yeah, they're all throughout. Yeah, they're they're all throughout the whole thing. It specifically caught my attention this time. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, there he is. Mm -hmm. Same guy who later plays the bus driver on London Bridge. Yeah, because he's like the uh, the lookout to make sure everything's yeah. going according to plan. Right, I think he's actually the writer. He is because uh, I think there's a line where we see him actually giving lines. He's the, he's the script writer. Yeah. <coughs> nice. Excuse me. Interesting. Sorry, I don't mean to cough into the microphone. I was hoping I could mute it before. Um. So Hydro Man attacks. Um. And there is actually a character. Eric called Hydro Man. Of course. And they do say his name after the attack. Um, there's like a, um, I think Flash calls it out. He's like reading online and he yeah. says Morris Bench as uh, is the Hydro Man and becomes this. And it's just a little Easter egg because mm. obviously we know it's not really a person there, but it's a nice little nod that they decided to go there. Um, we um there's a a little spot where may mentions dr strange which is fine that's just yeah this is also where they kind of is that the strange guy yeah they uh i like that they're starting to incorporate the mcu stuff into this now Mm -hmm. like they're all starting to weave in and out finally which is pretty good um and then we get one of the my favorite things of this whole movie is when like fury's gonna call you (laughs) <laughs> and then like you're ghosting him and then finally fury shows up he's like you've been ghosting me <laughs> he, i love it he shoots ned in the neck with the train yeah. <laughs> and then, like every time he tries to talk something goes wrong it's like if anyone else comes to that door i'm gonna shoot him <laughs> just cracks me up yeah it's a good little bit they have for a second there it's kind of nice something different too from mm-hmm. like typical mcu kind of we get to see like Fury being a little jokey, yeah. Um, which should be our little key. Going back and watching, there are little hints that it's not Fury. It's us seeing that as we go along, like watching it this time. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't even think to do that. I should have. Yeah. Um, I like this. Fury's going to introduce him to Quentin Beck, and we learn that Beck is from a parallel Earth, a multiverse, if you will. Ooh. And this is the second mentioning of actually the multiverse, first being an in game. Um, so we find out he's from there. I don't remember, did he say 616? He did. He did. Um, which is so weird that he says it, it's gonna get said again, but then we're like, it's not really 616. So is it? Is it not? Also, how would he even know to say 616, which is a weird thing? Mm-hmm. It's just a number he made up, is basically what it is. I know, but it's just so weird that it happens. Well, the they're going to say six one six again. Yeah, and... Doctor Strange. I know, yeah. but then we're going to learn that that's not really the right number because that becomes a whole thing that it's not the actual number. <laughs> Maybe I'm... So all right, so we get the um, that little bit Mysterio. Oh, they start saying like, "Oh, well, why don't we? 
like don't come to me. Why don't we go? Why don't you get Thor? He's off world. What about Strange? Unavailable. Captain Marvel. Don't invoke her name. That's another mm. little nod that lets you clues you in that that's not Fury. Because yeah. Fury wouldn't be mad with her, but it makes sense once you know who it is. Oh yeah. Why they would be a little bit um touchy towards Captain Marvel. P.O.'d. Um Peter, of course, turns him down. So Fury, being a good Fury, what's he do? What's he do? What does he do? He Mm -hmm. hijacks them. Yep, that's what you do. Um, Teenager is not playing ball. You hijack his vacation and you make his life miserable. You force him to work for you. And, And of course, right before you do that, you give him like such advanced tech that no no child should have access to it. Yeah, <laughs> Which you know, it's Peter. Everything's going to go perfectly right with this, right? Oh yeah, no, nothing, perfect. nothing could go wrong. Um, my one of my favorite scenes that makes me laugh every time is when the bus driver stops and they go to the bathroom, and Peter goes into the room, and the woman's like, "Put on your new outfit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it cracks me up every time. Put, Take off your clothes. What? what? No, I can do it. Take them off. Okay. <laughs> that he does it too. Well, he's I mean, so much trouble. This is where you get. Choice. This is where you get the first hint of like this guy's kind of a creep. Creep about it, like because like on one hand, yeah, he busts in. That's fine enough. But then he takes the picture. I know it's the photo that's what's creepy. Brandon, not Brandon, Brad, uh, Brad. Brad, Brad, yeah, be Brad. Yeah, Brad is the weird one that he takes the photo. And you're like, why? Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. We um, get back on there. So that's what leads Peter to using Edith by accident <laughs> to take out Brad. Which is understandable. I mean, yeah. when you really think about it. It is. Well, For, to a teenager's mind, it completely makes sense. He just phrased it poorly <laughs> on how to do it. Um, we get he gets there to where they're going, and there's another attack. This time it's um the fire monster, and we've been led to believe that if he grows too big, he can destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. So Peter goes to help, and of course Spider Man's not supposed to be there, and so Ned helps along. Is like that's not Spider Man. That's that's the European knockoff Night Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ned. I love that it becomes a thing. Like, throughout the movie, it's just this whole night monkey. monkey. (laughs) Like on the news later? Yeah. (laughs) In Italian? Night monkey, help us, help us. (laughs) It's not? Okay. (laughs) Uh, I didn't catch it this time. The first time I watched it, I caught it this time when he's doing helping with the uh, the Ferris wheel and he shoots the web and he hits the stealth drone. Some reason I don't know why I didn't catch that in the movie theater, hmm. but I caught it this time, um, which makes sense because I always thought it was just MJ finds a drone. I didn't realize that Peter accidentally had shot one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No. So it was um, it's kind of nice, and it's then kind of a cool little flip that he does too to get it. You know, yeah. The action in this movie is really good. Like, this is a great movie. I'm I'm gonna go and spoil my uh, my feelings about it a little bit. I like this movie a lot. It it is really good. It's like somehow they they Godfathered this um this movie. Let's people like, say Godfather Two is better than Godfather. 
you know, the kind of mm, yeah. do a movie that's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, again. Maybe, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> well, after the fight, you know, we do what heroes do. We go out and get a drink together. And um, Peter gets conned so hard. So bad. Oh, Peter. And it's so, it's so strange. I love, like, after he gives up the glasses. And then that, like, the look, like, Mysterio's watching him leave. And then, like, the camera pans. And then he's like, wait for it. And all the tech starts to like do its thing. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got it. We rock. And then you find out like how how they uh, they're just all aggrieved from something that Tony did. Mm-hmm. And it goes back through all the different movies, which is kind of fun. Kind of fun. I appreciate it. I appreciate the reason. It gives an actual reason for why they're doing what they're doing, they're which all is morons. Well, they are all morons, but um. I do appreciate that this give they have a reason. It's not just we have this tech, we want to be rich. Yeah, it's not just it's it is a little bit different. Like it's the MCU is now able to start playing on itself in terms of creating villains. Like the heroes of the MCU are now spawning their own villains, whereas before they were battling greater goods or greater greater evils than were imagined, so to speak, Mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. We're starting to get the Jokers, you know, coming in. We we are actually. That's a good way to phrase it. Um, we're getting the Jokers, which I think we'll definitely get. No way from home, but or no way home. Yeah, I I love how when Beck talks about like I made all this holographic stuff and he just turned it into a therapeutic experiment. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then um. We're going to find out that MJ, I'm just speeding along here, um, Mm -hmm. MJ knew about Peter with Spider-Man, which is nice. It's nice to know that she was smart enough to figure this out. Yes, of course. Yeah, she put it together. Yeah. And then she's not 100% sure, but then, of course, he has to out himself. He Mm -hmm. doesn't have a choice. Of course, then he, Peter tries to warn Fury um that mysterio is fake and he just wanted edith and mysterio was one step ahead of him in the coolest coolest scene in this movie to me i love the like the mysterio using all the tech to like trip peter up oh yeah like when right before the train yeah right before the train. yeah that's a great scene i mean it's terrifying because yeah i mean it's right out of the comics yeah, that's, that's very ex- much in a Mysterio vein there. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that we get Zombie Tony, which is really cool. Um, it's just it's so much fun. And then of course, like at the end, like you think it's over, and then again, it's that Mysterio touch of like you think it's over. He tells Fury, and then you find out that that was a fake as well. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. And I love that. I think this is the first time we see. Beck actually wears just wears a mocap suit because he doesn't need to wear an actual costume because it's all getting digitally put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I also appreciate I think that's very on brand for what Mysterio would really be like if he was out there. So it's cool. It's a cool little scene. Um, of course, Peter's got a Peter's got to get away. And so who does he call to help him get out? But happy. And mm-hmm. we get that touching moment of um 
essentially the torch being passed. It's like the second time the torch is passed. The first time it's passed is the glasses. And now it's getting passed with the tech. Well, it's like, this is all about him deal. Like this is kind of the first, we jumped ahead a little bit, you know, or not ahead, but like we're jumping almost backwards a little bit in terms of the grief phase of the Mm -hmm. MCU, which is phase four. And this is very much a grief phase for, um, for Peter. Right, yeah. he's just lost he's his father figure. It. Yeah, but he's lost his father, and he's trying on hats. Like he tries, um, he tries Mysterio or Beck. He tries. Yeah. I think at at points he tries. <laughs> um, obviously, Happy kind of takes takes the mantle, as you said. But he tries others like, um, like uh, what? Uh, 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 who am I thinking? Samuel L. Jackson. Why can't I think of his name? Nick Fury. Fury. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so, like, I don't know. To me, it's just kind of one of those moments where it's kind of nice to see him falling down and screwing up as he tries yeah. to figure out his emotions and his allegiance. And and like you said, the happy moment where he, he says, make me trust you, basically. It's really it's really a nice moment. Well, I mean, that's the beauty of Spider-Man is he constantly in the books. He always fails like he's learning. He fails yeah. and learns from his mistake and moves on. And then sometimes he makes the same mistake twice as humans do. I, th- I think that's why Spider Man's such a beloved character. He's very um, relatable. Mm-hmm. But you're right. This movie is all about grief. It's, it's my theory that this whole, ever since Endgame, everything's been about grief. Yeah. 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 But I do. <laughs> I I do like when um he goes back there to start working on the stuff and happy's like, I got the music and we mm. start to play the music from Iron Man mm. and he's building he wrong. Yeah. And he, he's building up the suit and you see that smile on happy's face of like the torch has been passed now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Sorry, definitely. Keep coughing. Sorry. You can be okay, bud. Yeah, I think I'm good. End of that sickness, folks. End of the sickness. <laughs> those, the final coughs. Now that we got um, Peter's got his suit on. He has. Um, he, they go into the final fight, and I love that. Like Appy's got to deliver a message to Fury, and gives the most confusing coded message ever. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. And then this is where, um, if you hadn't noticed the the Beck people in the background. They flat out let you see it this time where yes. he passes the writer. And then we're going to see the writer actually pull out like his script and actually talk and, and say stuff. Um, so it's kind of nice to, to see that. And I like how after that little bit, like you see fury and fury is just like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do appreciate as Happy's trying to save everyone, he gets his Captain America moment. He tries to throw a shield and can't do it. <laughs> How does he do this? <laughs> I bet you Cap's shield is lighter than what he actually tried to throw there. That yeah. too, yeah. I also like when, um, it's a little bit later on, but when Happy's like, give me the spear, and Ned's like, actually, that's a halibut. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually... <laughs> Oh, that's how you get beat up, Ned. Careful. Yeah. I also like the whole sharing <laughs> scene with them, where <laughs> they're all like just horribly sharing. And then Happy shares is like, oh, 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were sharing. <laughs> no. Just happy. for the kids. Just for the kids. Yeah, poor Happy. Happy, um, man, he doesn't ever luck out. But he tries. God bless him. God, he tries so hard. <laughs> he does he try so, so hard. hard. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's so lovable. Is <laughs> because we all just want him to. Yeah, we just want him to do well. Um, so Peter gets through um, some of the. T- he starts to get. He goes into the eye of the storm and starts messing up the tech so people can see that it's something's wrong. Mm-hmm. But of course, Mysterio's mm-hmm. got plans, and he's like, "I'm just going to kill him." And we get a cool little fight. And that little it's oh, it's a hallway fight, actually, Eric. Um, we get another little hallway fight. Oh, yeah. And so we get a cool little fight. Of course, Mysterio's own carelessness gets him shot by his own drones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then he gets killed. Spoilers, Mysterio gets killed. There's an interesting thing after after the fight, which I do appreciate. Also, I appreciate that um he had to use the Peter Tingle to stop Mysterio. Finally, which is nice. He came back. Yeah, he got his he got his tingle back. How Peter got his tingle back? <laughs> Uses it, beats Mysterio, um, and I love that. Right, like he, there's the scene like right before he stops Mysterio, where Peter's looking at him and talking, and then he he senses, but they don't clue the audience in on it, but mm-hmm. he senses that Mysterio's there with the gun to his head. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that because in any other movie we would have heard like some weird sound cue or something strange yeah, could have happened, like the hairs on the back of his neck stand up or something. Um, but so I appreciate how they how they handled this one. Yeah, that was good. Um, and when it's all done, though, we do see tech uh, Beck's tech guy downloading some data and getting away really quickly. I thought more important was when Peter finally has Beck dead, he has to ask, is it real? Oh, yes. Like, his trust level is so screwed up Mm -hmm. by what's happened. Yeah, everything's broken at that point. Yeah. Um, I also like that he does do the right thing and he executes all the drones so that the drones can't hurt anyone else. Yes, execute all of them. Execute all of them. Glad words you, that glad he recorded that, you know. Yeah, words that'll never come back to haunt him. Not once, no. He'll be good. That's yeah. well. It's funny as I totally forgot about the the coming parts, and I was like, man, that's a weird way to say all that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my that's my writing note on that. I guess is like eh, it feels a little forced. Wasn't to he get just there. mimicking what what Edith had said though? Yeah, he was he yeah. was just copying what Edith said. So really, it's Tony's fault. Yeah, yeah. it's Tony's programming. Yeah. Tony should have made her not be so um, clinical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peter gets back to America and poor Ned and Betty have broken up. But <sighs> they seem to understand about it. They, they did. It was a conscious uncoupling on their part. <laughs> it was. Um, they just grew apart. They grew apart, as couples do. You get... Um, Peter confronting Happy in May. And it's just a summer fling. It's just a summer fling. Just a fling. That sucks for Happy. Yeah. And then uh, Peter takes MJ web slinging and she's scared out of her mind. Never again. Never again. Never again. I would be terrified too, by the way. 
like I don't know how I don't know how anyone could actually do that and not puke all over the place. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. It is. I don't like drops, so like you know, Spider-Man's like my favorite hero. I don't know if I could ever be Spider-Man because that first time I web sling and I drop, I would just vomit and then die. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to control myself to be like, oh yeah, I gotta shoot the next web line. I would just be dead. So you're not a fan of those slingshot rides at amusement parks. No, I I don't even like the Tower of Terror. Like, I'll do it because Rachel really likes it. But yeah, that no. You know, it'd be great. You know what you gotta do then. So you just, for me, it's all about just take a bunch of nausea me- nausea medication. You'll be fine. <laughs> no, what no. Um, so we get our, our tags. We got two tags in this movie. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. I'm really sorry. Two tags in this movie. Um, first one, Peter, it's the continuation of the swinging. Peter and MJ land in Times Square. And breaking news, breaking news. What's that? What's that voice I hear? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It's is that J. Jonah Jameson from the Daily Bugle? And no, I do Alex like that they Jones from the Info Wars. <laughs> I do love that they they before you hear the voice of JJ because you it's the first you get another reporter, yeah, and they're like we've got some footage that came through this footage of Spider Man. It was given to the Daily Bugle, so that's your first like Daily Bugle. Oh shit! Then you hear that voice all of a sudden. Mm. <clears throat> And we see how Peter's words coming back to haunt him. Um, and <laughs> Beck shows off the footage and says that, tells the world that at the very end, and Peter Peter Parker, or Spider-Man is, is Peter Parker. And that like, when he grabs his face and the camera zooms in, it's just like, end. Like mm-hmm. such an amazing way to end the movie. It's actually, to go back to like the parallels of Iron Man, it's actually the I am Iron Man scene. Yeah. Just not the way you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in charge. Yeah. Then um, we get our second tag, which is Fury and Hill driving down the road. It's like, you got to call him. And then they show that they're scrolls. And we're like, oh, this is why Fury acts weird. <laughs> It's like where and you're like, where's Fury? And then Yeah, Talos is like, oh Fury, you you gotta come back. It's like he's at the beach. It's like Fury's just chilling at the beach on a space station. Yeah, on a space station. With a ton of other scrolls. Yep. And so he's um he's leading sword as he does. We don't know it's sword yet, but yeah, he's leading sword. Which will hopefully get the payoff for all that come uh next week. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we will. Yeah, All right, we'll see, we'll see the space station. So you know, yeah. Um. So yeah, that is uh, that's Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, Woo-hoo. Far From Home. So next week, I'm just tell you what the movie is. We're going to do Spider-Man: No Way Home, and we're going to talk about Miss Marvel. Um. So it's going to be a double header next week, ladies and gentlemen. So I um, hope you are caught up with those. Um, Eric, let's uh, let's do your final thoughts on uh, on um, let's do Peter. Peter, I'm well, doing both. Peter's the short is so short. Um, well, I don't know that I actually read <clears throat> the short. Is that actually in Letterbox? 
It is actually in Letterboxd. Okay, I need to get that in there. Um, it'd be pretty low amongst probably like some of the Groots. You know, it's fun, it's cute, but it 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 has no major weight at the end of the day. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair but assessment. But I'd probably give it like at least three and a half, four stars. All right, I think that's a really fair assessment. All right, what about um Far From Home itself? Far From Home? Uh, oh, man. Let me, let me pull it actually up on mine because I can never see the star count on yours and you'd, you'd think I should know this by now. Yeah, you can. I'm looking at it. It's right there. I just zoomed in. Ah, Massive. four and a half stars. <laughs> Thank you. I, my glasses don't work that well. You're blind. Um, <laughs> so it's four and a half stars um, is what I gave it. I, I, I really do like this movie. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a really fun villain. Um, uh, it's kind of sad that we don't get more of him in all likelihood, but um, I thought it was a it was a fun villain in terms of Mysterio. We haven't seen him yet. Uh, something different. So all that said, yeah, gave it four and a half stars. It falls really high up on my list. Uh, I think at number six. Uh, so so it really kind of goes up there. Um, it's it's a, it's amongst the best in my opinion. Nice. And it's so what... it's a standalone Spider Man in its own way. Yeah, for, it is. for the Tom Holland era. That's that's kind of rare. It is. And so you put this. You say that Black Panther is better. <clears throat> but X-Men would be your next thing down. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, I I I like this. I like that you didn't hate this one for once. I like that you for once didn't hate a movie. <laughs> Typically you're very cynical and hate everything. That's not true. <laughs> Just recently I liked uh you know things. <laughs> just learn to like Look things, things. <laughs> john what uh what are your final thoughts and uh your rating of this movie i i, I like it i think it, uh, it i think i gave it four stars i have it above shang chi and behind guardians volume two you gave it four, oh, and, a four and a half stars okay, sorry i was trying to remember which one i gave it so <laughs> i'm with you john uh no i mean i i I generally like it. There's a lot. I mean, this is in this is in top class of my stuff. Anything that's in my side, my top twenty and stuff, I yeah, really it's, do it's like a 16 lot. Sixteen so. on your list, so you hate this movie? No, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry, I miscounted. Sorry, you are. It's actually fifteen on yours. Not no, 16. it is sixteen. It's fifteen. It will. If we talk about where things okay. are going to be in the future, fine. it's fifteen at this moment. Fine, fine. You hate this movie. No, you I hate don't. this movie. You like Moon Knight more than this movie, Eric. I like Moon Knight a lot. Discuss. Uh, it's wrong. I don't know how else to put it. In. I'm sorry. <laughs> Incorrect fight, answer. Fight, Try again. Fight, fight. Fight. I do like it more than Spider-Man: Homecoming. So there, this is an improvement for the franchise. Um, Eric did too, as well. Yeah. We'll Hence it. my my comment earlier on they Godfathered this. Okay. Because again, like I said, a lot of people say Godfather Two is better than Godfather. This and that's the example they always give for a sequel being better than the original. So, okay. um, right. although really Godfather doesn't make sense anymore, it is you you Winter Soldiered it should be the actual phrase. Yes, mm, yeah. For our universe, that is the correct terminology. Yeah. Um, John, what did you think? Uh, just some quick little thoughts. Um, they have I mean, I get, thirty I seconds on the I would honestly feel like that the the Pierce Dues list like should have been part of the original movie. I agree. So yeah, see, that's I kind agree. of my vibe on it. Concur one thousand percent. All right, so um, where did I uh put this little movie? So on the Peter to do list, I agree it it should have been part of it, but it is fun. 
Um, and it does for three minutes, it brought joy to my face and I, I really liked it. Um, I gave it four, um, four little stars. Um, and it's number 37 on mine. So the next short in line would actually be all hell, the King. And I think it's just cause mm. I love that the little scene with Spider-Man fighting crime. It just makes me happy. Um, it does feel like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man moment. Something that yeah. we we really don't get in many of them. Yeah. And it's actually oh, it's not the top the next the only short actual short, not counting the groups, but the only actual short above it is Team Daryl. Hmm. Um just cuz Team Daryl cracks me up. Yeah, so. those are those were fun. All right, so as far as Far from home itself goes. Um, I give it four and a half stars, so we're all in alignment there. Right. Um, it is number twelve on my list, um, just behind Winter Soldier, just in front of Homecoming. Um, there's two Groots there, so if you take the two Groots out, it's actually number ten. Um, so on that particular one, I really, I really enjoyed this one. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I like this movie a lot. So there we go. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, oh, Eric, did you have a library? You're down right. I had a library. Let's do that library real quick before we sign off. All right. Well, someone we didn't talk about enough, in my opinion, when talking about this movie, are the two teachers who help escort them throughout Europe and just are kind of your uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern clowns of, of the movie. Uh, they really don't have names they probably do but i can't remember them you know it doesn't necessarily matter they're just fun sad sack slash jb smooth um and so jb smooth is someone who i i i admire a lot because he's pretty much always a similar character as jb smooth uh but he really owns the role when he when he's committed to it uh and so i love jb smooth i love his uh his passing out his kind of let me be the cool guy here uh but seriously gotta stop taking pictures um and he was born in Plymouth, North Carolina. So today we find ourselves for our library in Plymouth, North Carolina, which is where we find the Washington County Library. Again, that's Plymouth, North Carolina. Plymouth as in Ply Mouth, uh, P-L-Y-M-O-U-T-H. For those of you keeping score at home, uh, the zip code there is 27962. Uh, so there's not a lot of information on this one. It it seems to be a newer space, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the actual uh, Washington County being built in 1990, but there is a lot of information on the public library systems of North Carolina. I would encourage you to do your research um, and, and kind of go to a library and look that up. Uh, I won't get into it because if we hit, hit some of those libraries in the future, I'd like to cover it then. Uh, so what I will say about the Washington County Library is it's part of the Pettigrew regional library system that's not one of the more famous ones in the in the state but it is a nice little area right there along the uh, the gulf coasts uh or the the i don't know if it's a gulf but uh the coast nonetheless uh, like i said the the washington county library itself was built in 1990 as far as i could find um it has over 130,000 uh, different printed materials in their catalog and about 150,000 annual visits uh, not necessarily visitors, but certainly uh, uses, you know, people coming through, uh, renting a book um, and checking things out. And those numbers aren't astronomical compared to some of the other places we visited. Uh, but look up Plymouth, North Carolina on uh, on your Google Maps while, while, while I'm talking here. And you'll notice it's it's not a giant town and it's very much a pass through 
town in terms of um, stuff around it and, and in all likelihood the the highway system kind of moving right through it. You can see some of the first things that will likely pop up are the hotels to stay right off the road. Um, so like I said, it is the birthplace of J.B. Smoove. I believe he's relocated since then. Uh, the the, the uh, library itself is closed on Sundays. We are back to the South, folks. Um, it is available between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. otherwise on Mondays. Uh, through Saturday, and then it does have afternoon hours as late as 7 p.m. on some weekdays. That's usually uh, Monday through Thursdays for those sort of weekdays when you see the extended hours like that. Um, but I do believe it has uh, a little bit longer hours on Friday compared to Saturday. Um, so to to understand where this kind of is, like I said, it's a, it's kind of off, um, I call it the Gulf, but that's not true, off the Bay, I guess, more so from... Um, of North Carolina, kind of along the coastal area. Oh, excuse me, folks. And so it is a few blocks uh, from the Roanoke River, right? You got to walk a couple uh, blocks away from the river for that, uh, I believe south, technically. Uh, there are multiple museums that sit on the river, uh, kind of small, small town museums. I, I recommend checking them out based on name alone. There is the Port O Plymouth Museum. Uh, yes, literally O apostrophe, so that's fun. Uh, there's the Roanoke River Lighthouse replica. A little bit I did learn about the Roanoke River Lighthouse. It was swept away in the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, during, I think, just a bad storm and flooding. And then perhaps the, um, the favorite uh, of my regional museums that I found there is a little storefront museum called Bearology. Uh, bear hyphenology and it literally seems to be a storefront museum dedicated uh to bears uh stuffed bears bear heads on the wall bear facts bears 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 um and so yeah i kind of want to go and check out bearology just out of curiosity now um and that would be when i go to plymouth north carolina to visit the washington county library thank you awesome thank you eric <clears throat> thank you for that all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, been another exciting episode. So if you would like to follow us, you can find us at um, on the Twitter at NotFunnyGuysPod, on Insta, not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents, Blue Sky, the Not Funny Guys. You can write us and ask us questions, give us comments, concerns, whatever you'd like at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Vash underscore Maxwell, letterboxed as Vash Maxwell. You can find me on Blue Sky at Casey Franklin. Eric can be found on Letterboxd as Eckley, E-K-L-Y. Also on Insta at Hot Honey underscore comics. And Dr. Evans, where can people find you? Dr. Evans, you are on mute. So they can't find you anywhere. Yes, yeah, sorry, I forgot to unmute myself esoteric underscore by underscore design on instagram on blue sky at arching with a phd and on letterbox at esoteric underscore evans awesome well thank you so much gentlemen as always i greatly we appreciate next week, casey i didn't already say i thought i did <clears throat> we're gonna watch uh spider-man um no way home and miss marvel there you go folks all right well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as always, I appreciate every one of you, all of our listeners, especially you. Yes, you. I see you. I see you over there in France. I see you listening to us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you a lot. All right. 
Well, everyone have a good day, and we'll talk to you next week. Later. Say not funny guys again. Not funny guys again! No, can you say not funny guys?